but since you've peed on it currently, <laughs> I can't I can't come and like defecate on it to over <laughs> overdo it. <laughs> Commander, don't forget we're the Commander Smiths. Commander, don't forget we're the Commander Smiths. We'll attack you. Commander Smiths and you. I have no idea. Oh, come on. No. Baby. Millie, Millie Vanilli, no don't idea. forget my number. No idea. Oh, come on. I know nothing you about Millie Vanilli. You don't know Millie and Vanilli. No, come no. On. I apologize for that. This We had a Commander Smith, <laughs> yeah. and apparently one of us doesn't know, like, early 90s <laughs> pop. Oh, that was our childhood, man. No, yours, not mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. You had the gangster rap uh, CDs. I didn't start listening yeah, to that until, like, middle school. Okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, all right. Well, welcome to Commander Smith. Well, yeah, <laughs> and where one of us listens to Milli Million Vanilli. Who doesn't listen to Million Vanilli? You jerk. <laughs> I'm Lowry Smith. I'm Adam Smith. Uh, we, are, we are we are cousins. Cousins. Oh boy, you're I'm just pushing play, this idea. I'm going to play that for you now. I, I don't want to hear it. It sounds awful. <laughs> uh, you're, you're definitely you're definitely episode listen, six. You're listening to that after this episode is done. I'm gonna, you, can, you can find us on Twitter. See, I'm trying you. to move forward. Yeah, you You're going to listen to Million Vanilli. Well, you can find us on Twitter at Commander Smiths, and also you can Gmail us. Uh, Commander Smiths at gmail.com. Yeah. So those are two places you can find us. Also, actually, we have a YouTube channel. We got a couple of videos up there now. Or we have one. a couple We have one. Well, video. actually, our podcasts go on there as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, so I don't know there. any of this tech stuff. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how it does it, but I have it connected somehow so that when we post it, out just it goes, pops onto YouTube. Cool. As well. But we have one official video, which was we uh, dueling boxes. Talked about it last week. We kind of hinted Masters at it. Masters twenty five. Yeah, it, it turned out really nice. I liked it. Yeah, I, enjoyed I, it. I especially liked it. Yeah, my uh, winning box. Your your box. Round one goes to Adam Smith. Yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> that was. That was depressing hey but that last pack you opened up that kind of turned it around from yeah. like being a terrible box to you broke even for for that day <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> basically after like a reprint box like once it comes out the value drops continuously for for a little bit but then the cards start coming gaining value that's potentially our, if they're if they're good that's kind of what we're yeah. kind of foreshadowing a little bit but that's kind of what our specs are gonna yeah be we'll, today. we'll talk about those specs out of masters 25 what we think you should be probably getting as the prices are going down for the next month or some so, some of them aren't going to bottom out and just never recover. Yeah. Some of them will come back. We'll talk about some of those that we would like. That's going to be more of our segment two. We're going to only be broken up into two segments today. Uh, we're going to yeah. be talking about Dominaria. We mentioned that last week, a couple cards from Dominaria. And we're pretty psyched about it. We're yeah. going to talk about There's the multicolored so legends. Yeah. We had to break can, this like... up into a couple podcasts because yeah. we're like, uh, Let's just talk about the the ones that can be good commanders that are revealed so far. There's still hasn't the whole set hasn't been revealed yet, so no. we still have. And some of the cool things they started revealing some of the art this week. And the cool thing that we both agreed on was like at the top of the card they changed like oh, the yeah. border. So like your for legends, legends, yeah. So it's it's not just legendary creatures. It's also your legendary sorceries, so, yeah, and... legendary enchantments. All that stuff has like this little. 
instead of a nice curve of a card border, yeah, it was more straight. of like a, I don't like, know. I would call it almost like a crown yeah. of color or, or more something. like scroll, like a scroll. I don't know. I can believe you on that. I don't, or, know. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know what they're basing <laughs> like, it off I like, of. I, I like crown better. That <laughs> yeah. sounds better. Put a crown but yeah, on it looks, king. It looks really cool, the, the art with it. So I'm excited to see the art uh, once they start revealing it. Right now, we only have what? 10 15 cards that we actually can see yeah and about five of them are good yeah so and we're only going to be talking about like one or two of those today so (laughs) we we generally like to talk about the art and we just don't have that with a lot of this leak um so and we don't want to miss out on not talking about cards that have been revealed so we're going to talk about all the the good the ones that we're excited about yeah the the good commanders that have been revealed and then maybe in future podcasts if there's amazing art and a card we'll just mention it and be like hey yeah, that card we mentioned before has sweet art, <laughs> which yeah. could it sometimes does help in the price with cards. Yeah, it, sometimes if it's an ugly art, people are like, ah, that's that's shit. I'll play it, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I don't want it. I'm, <laughs> even the foils, I don't even want those. But yeah, to, to start off today, like I said, uh, segment one is just going to be talking about this or commanders, the good commanders, kind of talk about what they'd be work well with and then a second yeah. two will be our specs so. so so a card that i'm super psyched about yeah you mentioned this one here, last week i i've been wanting something like this for like a decade ever since balefire liege was printed uh but uh so fire song and Sunspeaker. it is a four colorless red white legendary creature it's a minotaur cleric it's a four six cool thing about it red instants and sorcery spells you control have lifelink that's ridiculous so, Lightning bolt, lightning bolt deals three damage and gains you three life. Yeah, that's and, insane. And then whenever a white spell gain or sorcery, instant or sorcery spell causes you to gain life, fire song and sunspeaker uh, deals three damage to target creature or player. Yeah, that's just freaking sick. And then like you mentioned last week, which was with lightning helix. With lightning helix, so that's a white spell and a red spell. So that spell has. Lifelink. Yeah. So when it deals three damage, you You're gain already gaining three, three life. life with that card by itself. And so, yeah, but get this though. So it's a, so it deals three damage, lifelink, you gain three life off of the damage. Yeah. Since it's a white spell, you get to have it trigger twice That's because so you gained life off of it for the three life and you gain three life off of the lifelink. You know, this just has Lowry deck screaming all I over it. I love that. <laughs> I just love it. It's such a it, and it's such a simple card. Yeah. Now, I, I, the only downfall I would say is it's six, but it has six to be, mana. Yeah, 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 it has to be that high of a casting cost for how freaking good it is. Because if you get <laughs> it out earlier than that and you're just boom, boom, gaining life, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. Like this, this when it gets I, I, out, it's going to do yeah. damage. And I would also say like another problem is, is you're going to put it in an instant and sorcery like heavy deck. And so you need to be able to protect yourself long enough to survive and then just start rapidly gaining your life back off of burn. Yeah. Probably. Um, or you can have a ton of life gain spells that just kind of help you recover, recover, recover. And when you cast... Uh, fire song and uh, sunspeaker maybe that's where you start getting your burn in along with gaining life but i in There's my mind you can burn, do you can do a lot with this yeah card. the the burn feels better to me at this point and some like cards that i i, I was gonna say do you have any some supporting yeah. cards that you could get with it i mean not only are you thinking more instance everything but you could probably have some other creatures that work well with this too so yeah, like I mentioned earlier, like Balefire Liege, yeah. which is uh, two colorless, uh, three hybrid red white, and it's like a 
I'm going off the top of my head. It's a 2-4, and it gives all your red creatures plus 1, plus 1, all your white creatures plus 1, plus 1. Whenever you cast a red spell, uh, Balefire Liege deals 3 damage to a creature or player, and whenever you play a white spell, you gain 3 life. Oh, see, yeah, that works So perfect. it's very <laughs> similar. It's like, I saw that card, I wish it was a legend back in Shadowmoor, yeah. and now it, I got something very similar to it. And this is one that actually has um, art. We can actually see this one right yeah, now. Yeah, this is art. It's, it's, it's actually two, pretty sweet two little minotaurs yeah and that's the buy a box promo oh, art that right. you can kind of see yeah. um we don't know the the actual art that's coming with it yeah because the um, buy box normally are very different not yeah. very different but they're different they're than different the, enough the regular versions of it yeah so then moving on to our next card that we want to talk about um i was a little more i'm not necessarily excited about this but i think it's a a, a decent card um for wizards actually it's uh El, is Adele is Adele is Adele is I'll go with it. the cinder wind uh, hello <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> Adele that's my that's Adele that's impression <laughs> that's all you had to do yeah. hello <laughs> that's awesome uh, this one is one one blue and one red it's a 2-2 two, two legendary human wizard flying haste but here's where I, I feel like it's interesting because wizards you typically aren't aggro you're not attacking with your wizards this one actually makes it so you can actually kind of attack with your guys it's whenever you cast an instant or a sorcery spell wizards you control get one plus one until end of turn so you potentially could just have all your wizards out normally your wizard deck is more yeah. focused on control and taking over <clears throat> a game and then eventually winning you can out. aggro out yeah. so this just makes it so you can just start casting instants and sorceries which a wizard deck typically has anyways Sure. And your guys are actually getting beefy. Or my other thought is have your wizard deck the same way you normally make a wizard deck. But this could be a way that if somebody's trying to wipe out, burn your, your guys, you can actually pump them up so they survive. Most of the time people do board wipes where it's destroy instead of damage. But that is also a plus to the it. One, the one thing that I was looking at this and like I feel like it's a weak commander. Yeah. Um, because it's... I feel like it's a weird tension, almost similar to uh, like monodorks and ramp into fatties. Yeah. Sometimes you just draw all uh, all ramp and no fatties, and sometimes you just you have a fistful of fatties and no ramp. And so fistful I feel like here fatties. you can just have a bunch of wizards and not be able to pump them. No, I agree. I would say or all spells and have no wizards to take advantage. Of I would say this. this would go in your wizard deck more than it's actually, I guess your commander. I, and, and, and I can see off that. of uh, what was uh, one of the wizards that we just got. Um, the one that made the tokens off of uh, the last commander set. Uh, oh, in Allah or no, in Allah. Yeah, there we go. Um, I mean, so, that could go in that. This could fit in that deck pretty well, I guess. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. No, I, I feel like there's a way you could tweak this tension a little bit. A little bit too. I, in, a, in my Inala deck, I like my wizards to have like an enter the battlefield effect yeah. so that I can get two of them off of it with the copying effect. You can get two of them off? To as many <laughs> off as needed. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and so, and the problem that with this is that it's legendary, so you can't copy it to like double it i kind of look at it as like a bad prowess with the plus one plus one yeah. as well because prowess triggers off of artifacts as well yeah um to whereas this is just instance and sorceries that still could be really powerful if you have enough like wizards out that are able to get by yeah so hey, I, I think it could be interesting it could, to yeah I, i'm just saying it's not one because we do have a couple of them that we just are writing off 
commanders that are multicolored that we're just like, oh, we're not even going to talk about them because they're not even worth mentioning. I don't, yeah, I don't think they're interesting enough. Yeah. But this one, I think, is has the ability that makes wizards something that they normally aren't. So that's why I was like, ah, let's talk about this one a little bit. So, um, but yeah, next yeah. one I think is, we both actually are different. This one is a flip-flop. You like this yeah. one a little bit more than I actually like this so, one. So, uh, Aerial Knight of Wind. Uh, it is a legendary creature for four. It's two colorless, white, black. It has vigilance. Uh, and then it has two abilities. You can tap two colorless and a white, tap it to create a 2-2 white knight creature token with vigilance. And then you can pay black, tap it, tap X untapped knights you control, destroy target creature with power X or less. So with this, you pretty much have to be a tribal deck for this to sure. kind of work. Yeah. Because, I mean, the part that's hard is that you got to tap X amount and you just got to hope that their power is not that high, you know, if, if you're not playing yeah. tribal. You know, otherwise you're basing it off of making your tokens and, and the reason why i really like it though is because it is knight tribal and it's perfect in black and white because there's such a history of black knight and white yeah. knight and those like being well, able to play both of those in, in there and uh, this isn't it with the no black... nope different cards no no they're different but they're trying to make them similar where it's protection sure. okay, from yeah, white yeah. They, they have spells a, of your opponent. they have a history of yeah. doing that though so yeah. they they did that in cold snap they did it in i want to say uh fallen empires they did it in i want to say maybe m12 as well yeah where the m12 they always have the black yeah first so they white. have black versus white with some type of protection and racist yeah it's you know <laughs> <laughs> you i think we brought up that yeah we, we brought up that like two out of six so far <laughs> wizards make new colors yeah <laughs> i don't want to be called out on that kind of stuff anymore <laughs> but I, I see what you're saying it's i mean for also the other part of it, it for four mana for a four four it's pretty with it's pretty decent yeah and and the other thing about it is uh like with, with the knights having vigilance you're able to attack and then use the the black tap tap x amount of knights to kill a creature yeah you can do it while in that attack step before blockers or to kill uh like a creature that is going to kill ariel or, or something i guess what I, I feel like what would make this card jump out more to me is if the making knights part wasn't a tap ability yeah because then i feel like you don't have to just go tribal i feel like you need to go tribal with this if you have this as your commander whereas if you had it is that not a tap ability you could kind of do different things with it and that could be a a secondary thing yeah and like it's definitely not perfect because when i look at like the the black tap ability where you're trying to destroy a creature if you're trying to kill a four four you need to tap four knights yeah i wish i could just tap the power so like yeah. almost have them fight equal yeah. yeah yeah that's that's what i would prefer to do um but fighting you're not going to lose any of your knights this way in fighting you will so it's kind of a toss-up. It's in in black and white. You're gonna be have some of the heaviest removal, like spot removal, anyway. So I don't know how relevant that is now that I'm talking about it. Here. <laughs> so it, you're it talking could be yourself right. out of it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I still I still like it because it's night tribal. Yeah. And um, are you gonna make a deck with it? I guess that's the key. I'd have to go through and see if there are interesting knights. Like I, I like the idea of black knight and white knight. Some other ones. Oh, a really cool card that I did find is Hakon uh, Stronghold Scourge. So that's a knight from Cold Snap, and you can only cast it from your graveyard. Uh huh. And when you cast it, 
you can cast night cards from your graveyard. Oh, so that works with your tribal then. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's that's kind of really cool in there. So it, it, it then from then on you can cast knights from your when he's in play. Yeah, and but so you can't get him unless he you're getting him in, in your, your graveyard. in your graveyard. So you have to find a way to discard him into there. Get which, him in there, yeah. or yeah, or you can that's cheat all, him into play. Yeah, yeah, or you could do that. Yeah. And it's one of the ninety nine. Yeah. So, uh, but it can help you recover from like board wipes. And like if it dies, I think you lose two or three life too. Okay. And then you just recast it and cast more knights and stuff like that. Sweet. <laughs> so I, I think I think out of the three really we've talked about so far, the only one that even I would make a commander with is the one that you've already laid claim to. You've peed on them, so it's yours. I can't, I can't make a <laughs> I've, commander. I've marked them. <laughs> I've marked them. I wish it was Tamanoa, but that's fine too. Which uh... you just want to pee on everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the next one we're gonna talk. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about. <laughs> Are you peeing or is that a snake? <laughs> it's peeing. Come on. <laughs> uh this one we're not really going to talk about much it's not it, it's an interesting card i think it's cool uh but it's not a commander card necessarily Agreed. it would just be like in one of your decks it's uh oh man I, what Darga's, are, uh reincarnated. reincarnated i got yeah. the reincarnated part but the the made up word part gets me uh so <laughs> this <name>. one <laughs> it's a name this one costs a little bit so it's like your dinosaurs here but four colorless with black red and green Flying Trample Haste. We actually... Do we even know what the creature... Oh, it's a dragon. Okay. Yeah, it's a dragon. Yep, dragon. Do you not know Dargas or Dargas? No, I don't know which he's one. He's from Invasion. He's... Uh, oh, he's one, one of the... Ah, uh, gotcha. He's yeah. one of the, the... Which one does he do? He deals damage and then his... for the amount of uh, permanence you have in play? Question, <laughs> Question mark? mark? I'm Ron I Burgundy. just called you, I called you out. You don't know who Dargos is? And then I'm like, I don't know what the hell he does either. I know him. We're, we're friends. We're pen pals on uh, Hot You Mail. don't know your dragons, Adam? Yeah. You had a tattoo of a dragon. You should know all your dragons. You should. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Smog. The, the short and simple of this guy is... The reason why it's not necessarily a good commander is because when he dies, you exile him, and then he has three egg counters on him. And at the beginning of your upkeep, you take an egg counter off. And when you take your last one off, he comes back into play. 7-7 seven, seven, flying trample haste. Well, in commander, you just put him in your command zone most of the time. And yeah. just cast him again. You don't want to wait three turns to be able to get him going again. So, so it, it doesn't if, seem if, like it works well with anything. If, if he's in your 99, then it's and fine. then he's a somebody that's going to come back yeah. and then you're like yeah that's a great play and that's kind of why we ta- but, wanted to talk about yeah. him because in the 99 he's actually a pretty decent card yeah if you're playing those colors so short and simple with that that's pretty much all we were going to say with him so next card larry what do we got here uh do we want to grand warlord rada is that where we're going next? do we want to do that one yeah or do yeah. we want to go garna the no, blood you, you said that i'll do the guard garna well i mean garna we can talk about that one real quick. It's it's pretty cool. It's just uh, when it uh, so it's three colorless, uh, red black, Garna the Blood Flame, uh, three three with flash. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, return to your hand all creature cards in your graveyard that were put there from anywhere this turn. Other creatures you control have haste. So you, you I think he's really cool. It, it's interesting. Um, I don't know how to build with him. Yeah, yet. It, it, I'd have to think about it. Uh, yeah, because the, the, the good part is like. He gives your creatures haste, so you kind of want him in play, but then having him in your command zone as a potential board wipe, somebody wipes everything, and then you're able to bring everything back is another interesting part of him, too. So it's like, well, then I want to keep him in the command zone and not cast it, or, you know yeah. what I'm saying, not have him out. But then you lose out on the haste stuff. So I don't know 
what the supporting cast would be with having him you know the one of the thoughts that i was having with it again i don't really know how to build with him yet um but i was thinking like have creatures out with some type of sacrifice outlet with cards like grave pact and uh dictate of erebos so like whenever a creature you control goes into the graveyard everybody else sacrifices so you're purposely doing it so you're, you're controlling it and then you're you're sacrificing for free playing this guy bringing all those creatures back to your hand now you're probably not going to be able to replay those many of those guys uh but that's a way that you can get value out of them in yeah. my mind question um, mark again yeah. again it's <laughs> it's, it's hypothetical yeah. because it's you, i haven't built the deck or well anything. and that's the other part of it is they go to your hand too yeah they don't come back into play so, so like, you, you still got to cast you can get like a again. fistful of cards into your hand and still have to discard some of yeah. them like <laughs> if you have enough creatures out so i it's it, it it'd be an interesting build it'd be something to it takes some time to figure out how to make this guy work. Yeah, but it, I would agree. It's different. I like it. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the next one was... Grand Warlord? Yep. What's the yeah, last one? Mine's cut off, actually. I can't see I think it's just Rada. Rada? Yeah, that's her name. So it's a two colorless, red and a green. Uh, legendary creature. Actually, I'm missing my... Oh, what the subtype <laughs> is on that one. Subtype, I said, not subtype. <laughs> uh there we go it's an elf warrior uh she has haste three four whenever one or more creatures you control attack add that much mana in any combination of red or green until end of turn you don't lose this mana at the as steps and phases end so basically so you have that mana until the end of turn yeah end of turn which but you can mana ramp into big big fatties um some of the thoughts that i was having um was like having multiple attacks in a turn so then you can just get a ton of mana yeah and then so you can easily go like infinite attack turns with aggravated assault which is an enchantment of pay five mana get another attack step as long as you're attacking with five creatures you You can just just continue to do that that's not a bad idea um and then like you just get almost infinite mana if you're if you're able to attack with more than five every time and if you're able to get all those through, you're just winning. Um, Hashtag winning. Yeah. <laughs> we get another another one. <laughs> um, well, I, I also was thinking counter of little like counter, tokens. Yeah, tokens. Yeah. Decks, Saperlings, whatever kind of deck, which Saperlings are making a comeback with this. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that a little bit. <laughs> well, in, with Rada, I agree. Um, I was thinking like if you have a ton of tokens and then you're able to pump a ton of that mana into token makers as well. Uh, like Ant Queen, um, there's a couple of like X spells with creatures or with uh, with sorceries or something, and then you cast it after having that much mana, and then you make more tokens. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's where I was thinking. I don't think I'd route. make a deck with her necessarily. You don't um, think so? I I I could see this being a Lowry deck. You, yeah, you, I would love. You've, to, you've peed oh, on this I'll pee on this too. one too. You peed on this if you one want, too. me too. <laughs> Can't watch, but. <laughs> But that's a weird thing. No, it's not. <laughs> not with me. I'm sorry. That's it's everywhere. Noise. It's in my hair. <laughs> um, next card we're going to go into is Halara the Fire Fletcher. And that's uh, one colorless, green, red, 3-3 three, three, trample. Whenever you cast a spell, that spell was kicked. If that spell was kicked, put a 1-1 one, one counter on Halar the Fire Fletcher. And Halar deals damage equal to the number of 1-1 tokens on it to each opponent. Now, this one I dig quite a bit. Um, you were kind of so-so on it. I feel like this is 
this is Adam. I peed on this one. Yeah, this exactly. has Adam written all over it because how I think this could work really well is you build a deck not just based off of kickers. You only put about 10 to, I said when I was talking to you about it, yeah, 10 yeah. to 12 kickers in your deck, but you make it more focused on giving you all your creatures one plus one counters so that when you finally cast one of your 12, you're doing a crap ton of damage and people aren't necessarily seeing that, you know, it's kicker after kicker after kicker. Yeah. And it does it to everybody. So it's not just you're targeting one player. You're able to wipe out potentially multiple players at one time. If you're able to cast, you know, it has enough counters, you protect her enough. Well, and when I saw the card, I was really, I was excited like you are. And then I did, I, I went through and looked at some of the kicker cards and I was like, now I'm not excited. I like, most of these I don't want to cast. Yeah, but it's like Comet Storm, Strength of Tarju, like what's Tarjur? the war 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 the elf dude the war caller war uh, Jiraga war yeah. caller. That's a badass kicker right there. Yeah. And she's an elf as well, so you actually get one plus one counters for how many times it was kicked, and it pumps her up, makes her bigger. Makes her bigger, but, but doesn't the add counters. the counters exactly. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Making this deck more focused on getting the counters on all your creatures not necessarily her and then once you actually get your good kickers even though there isn't a crap ton of good kickers it sounds like we're talking about football right now <laughs> but uh yeah. you, you find your good kicker cards and you just have your 10 or 12 and you cast those every now and then and then it just wipes out people if she has 10 counters on her i mean that's 10 damage to each player right there so that that was my thought with her. I feel like this might be my little pet project after I'm done with my other partner commanders that I got to finish. It, and I and I can see like uh, they're gonna print kicker cards in the yeah. set that they just really haven't released yet. And so I can I can see that being more fun at that point. Yeah. But since you've peed on it currently, <laughs> I can't I can't come and like defecate on it to over <laughs> overdo it. <laughs> defecate takes over peeing. Yeah, well, I mean, what smells worse? Come on. It depends if you're a cat or if you're a human. Cuz cat piss is really bad. I don't I, I think you're a human, so <laughs> defecation wins. Good point. You win. <laughs> Touche salesman. Oh, but I'm not going to do that. I said I'm not. You're so not going to defecate. All right, good. No. Well, I mean, not on the card. That's weird. Uh, next one is an old school one, an old school character brought back here. Actually, you know what? Rada is an old school character too. I don't care about Rada. She was printed in Planar Chaos. Sorry, go on. Joria is my, remember Joria is uh, my, my first commander decker. Yeah, So this is true. Joria bringing her back. Uh, it's Joria Weatherlight Captain. She's two colorless, one blue and one red. Um, whenever you cast a historic spell, and remember historic mm -hmm. is artifacts, legendaries, sagas are all historic. Uh, you get to draw a card. She's a three, three. That doesn't matter. It's the drawing part that I like about her. The draw engine, the draw engine. But at the same point, I don't know if I'd make her a commander necessarily, because then you're just more focused on drawing, I guess. Just drawing and getting a ton of value it, out of her. I think it would still work as a commander, and this is also one that has art right now, if you wanted to check her out. I, I, I don't think that's official at all. You I don't think, think they, this one? They, I think they pulled it from, like, uh Oh, really? Art. Yeah. How um, did you find that out? I don't know. I just saw it on, like, special, like, 
the full on art, like with a bunch of people in it. Yeah. And I think they just cut it out and put Oh, it really? Just yeah. threw it in the card? Yeah, I don't okay. think that one counts. Then take that away. Yeah. I didn't realize that they did that. <laughs> I'm I thought it was sure. part I of the could, I could be wrong too, but I, I, I feel like the they're release. just like, hey, we got art for Joria. Let's, let's just let's throw her it in, in there. there. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at uh, MTG Salvation. That's a good one. Uh, that spoilers. They typically get their spoilers really quick compared yeah. to everybody else. So that's where we typically go off. A funny thing was, like, I loved it when they used to do it. Uh, where they would just add in art of whatever they felt was appropriate for it. When did they do that? That was back. I remember when we first started it. I remember uh, specifically um, uh, back in uh, World Wake, and they had one, uh, shoot, I can't remember the name of the card right now, but it's it's a red-red landfall. when you have a land come into play, it deals three damage to a creature and player. Oh, yeah. I want to say it's like Searing Blaze or something. But uh, So the picture that I remember specifically was like a car on fire, like being just like fireballed and pushed away. <laughs> and and it was just super funny to watch. Like they used to add in a bunch of like really cool like art that wasn't the actual art. So it had art. nothing to do with it at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they were just filling in art when they didn't have the art. And I thought that was super funny back That's in funny. the day. <laughs> so... I, so getting off of the art part um <laughs> not that was a poor choice of words <laughs> art part well no getting off on the art that's, <laughs> that's what i thought you were giggling at. <laughs> um i think she's a pretty decent card better to be part of your 99 but i, I could see you build a deck around her but it's it'd be a, a it could be any kind of deck with draw yeah. engine you know there, there's uh, uh there's a vidalk in that's two blue, two colorless, like two, three or whatever. But it also like draws you a card whenever an artifact comes into play, which is where you probably get Joria's most card draw off of. Yeah. In my mind, I would be artifact heavy. Yeah. And, that's probably what I would do too. It's uh, easier. That's where you're going to get most of your, uh, there's just so many more playable artifacts. And it's kind of in the, the colors of good art. I mean, there's a lot of artifact. Yeah. The, the yeah. blue and red work well together with artifact stuff. Agreed. So that works well. All right, next one, Lau. Is Joda, Archmage Eternal. Uh, it's one colorless, a blue, a red, and a white for a 4-3 flyer. Uh, and this one is uh, you may pay a white, blue, black, red, and green. So uh, all the colors of the yeah, rainbow. R- rather than paying the mana cast for spells that you cast, which is basically Fist of Suns on a creature. Yeah. And that's... in. So also I with this, really cool. I, I, I'm sure most people get this, even though the casting is blue, red, and white, this is actually considered a five-color commander. It, yeah, this is a five-color commander then the, the masquerading as the a five. three. So just in case people didn't get that, so it's not just a three-color, you actually have it as a five-color uh, I have a friend that likes uh, Jeskai colors, the red, white, blue, and he's like, why did they mess up my Jeskai commander? <laughs> this was gonna be awesome, and then they added the other three colors or the other two colors to it. You can still play it as a three. That's color. what I told him. He's <laughs> like, just do what you want to do. And then he's like, so I want to wreck my mana base <laughs> so that I can use his ability to only play red, white, and blue spells. So with this one, you're mainly looking at stuff that costs a crap ton, and you're able to just cast this stuff for five. Yeah, and when we were talking about it, I felt like this was a very similar. Uh, commander to like ramos dragon engine where yeah. you're, you're just paying five or ten and just being able to play bigger spells these two would work perfect together in either deck either one of them being a commander pretty much 
Uh, I probably yeah. still stick with Ramos actually. For my, I like I like Ramos a lot. I, I want to build a deck with her, but or it. I, I don't know if it's a he or she. Ramos sounds more manly, I guess. <laughs> Ramos, <laughs> not Ramos. <laughs> Oh, that one worked too. <laughs> that works as long as your voice changes. Ramos. <laughs> now I what? sound like an old lady. <laughs> Ramos. Get your monocle out. And just confuse everybody. I'm Mr. Peanut Dragon. <laughs> That'll knit, knit you a quilt. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> Ramos. Well, people know. Yeah. People know that we're talking about Ramos. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Are we going to the next card? <laughs> no, but anyways, sure. I think, I think either I think in the Ramos or uh, Joda deck would they both would work well together? Yeah, long I, and I, short with that. Anyways, Moldratha, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Grave Tide is the next one. Three black, blue, and green. This is a six-six elemental avatar during each of your turns you may play up to one permanent card of each permanent type from your graveyard uh so this is pretty badass i mean you just I, i'm licking this one yeah i don't want to pee you're on not anything more. on it yet yeah, you're not. allowing others to make a deck with this oh, no i'm licking it <laughs> it's gross i'll still, I'll still it. eat it go ahead <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah this, this, is cool. this one's you you have multiple different permanents in your in your graveyard you get to bring them back is it cast? Yeah, it's casting them. Okay, or no, putting it into play. So you, I think you still have you, to you you play may them. Play, yep. So, so you still have to cast. The it. wording for that means like allows you to be able mm-hmm. to play lands from your graveyard. Yeah. So that like if it said cast permanence from your graveyard, then you wouldn't be able to play land. You wouldn't be able to do land. Yeah. So this allows you land you enchantment, had, planeswalker enchantment. So artifacts, if you had all of those in and then creature the graveyard, yeah. you could do all of those. Yeah. If you have the mana for it, yeah. yeah go if for you it. were able to, you're able to put all of those cast all play all of those that yeah. turn. So this it, it's a pretty badass card. I I don't know what would you do more of with this with. Well, one thing that I was thinking about you want with to use the sack engine kind of stuff with it, yeah, because you so want stuff. In I know there. there's at least three enchantments that you can sacrifice. Uh, there's seal of primordial, uh, and then there's uh, the the seals. They're from the saga, and then they're reprinted in I want to say dissension. Yeah. Um. So you can like the black one, you can sacrifice it to destroy target non-black creature. The blue one, you can bounce a creature, and the green one destroys uh, artifact or enchantment. And so like. You could maybe juggle those, whatever is more important. Uh, you can have, in my mind, you can have like creatures that sacrifice for value and then be able, being able to Bring recast them. them. Yeah. Uh, Any of the. And just, it's, I feel like it's just a ton of great value. Well, think of um, what's Solemn. Uh, oh, yeah, Simulacrum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any of that stuff where you're going to filter through and get your land and stuff like that, get more land and you're sacrificing, drawing a card, like that could be pretty Actually ridiculous. a really good point there too because on the card it states if it has multiple uh, types, you can you choose. Can choose. Yeah. So, so that's you an can, artifact or a creature. Yeah, so you can you can cast a creature and cast uh, Solemn Simulacrum be- as an artifact. Yeah. And then, so if you have like creatures that are also enchantments, you can do that as well, bring back an enchantment that's also a creature. I like this card value. too. Yeah, it seems I didn't really say like. Cool. I said I licked this card too. Oh, <laughs> we have licking. Uh, I licked that side, the left corner. Well, I don't know what side you licked. Did There's you lick nothing that? over there. I got the power, <laughs> power toughness lick over there. Damn it! <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with the casting cost instead. There, go, it's mine. Go on. <laughs> 
so uh, next one that we want to talk about here Lick. a little bit. Uh, yeah, you got this one. Uh, <laughs> it's Rona, Disciple of Gix. Uh, one colorless, black and a blue. It's a 2-2 human artificer. Artificer. Uh, when uh, Rona, Disciple of Gix, enters the battlefield, you may exile target historic card from your graveyard. You may cast non-land cards exiled with Rona. And then you can pay for, tap it, exile the top card of your library. I guess what my question is, and we may not have the right answer with this, is, okay, let's say I, I cast her. Okay. And I take the top card and I exile it. Sure. Or not top card, the graveyard, from my graveyard, graveyard yeah. and exile it. And let's say somebody blows her up. And then I cast them again and exile a different card. Mm -hmm. Do I still get the first one? Because now this is a new Rona in particular. I don't think that one that I first exiled is actually being able to be cast because you actually, it's a new card almost in general because it did die, go to your command zone. I know it still says if Rona, but that would actually be a, a thing we'd want to check out and maybe we'll actually ask judges and put that in the notes in our show notes to get the right ruling. If yeah, you're able would, to cast yeah. cards that you, like, like I was saying, if you're able to cast that first card, then I think it's a good card. If you're not, then I don't think it's a good uh, commander yeah. card. And I don't think either way it's a good commander card. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it's an interesting one because you're able to still cast your stuff um, that's in the graveyard and then exiling their top card. I guess if you have extra mon I'm I guess I'm thinking more of when you're casting her um, or him, Rona. Yeah, I just... We I don't have like a picture, so I don't know if yeah. it's male or female. Um, Rona. God, I, don't I don't know if it matters. <laughs> but I, I just feel like the tap four and tap it. Yeah, that's a little to, tough. It, it's, it, it's the same problem as that night. You have to tap it for that ability. If I could just pay four like, to exile yep, and exile exactly. and exile. No, then it would be a lot then better. I, then I'd feel like, sure. But right now, like you pay four, tap it. So you potentially like, can, by turn two, have two cards in your exile. You know, that, on the second turn, it's out, not yeah. turn two. No, no, yeah, turn, the, that's what I meant. Second, and turn then you got to somehow be able to cast it. Yeah, which you know, it's going to be half random. You're probably going to brainstorm or figure out how to. Yeah, exit it'd be out better too. You're talking me out of it now. Well, and yeah. actually, as we were reading it and thinking about it being two different. I think that's the ruling on it. That I if, think it's a different card, so I think it wouldn't it would, notice the exiled yep, cards. I, and, so I actually am like taking everything back that I said. That I don't. So, I don't lick this. I take my lick the, back. No, 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 no. You can't yeah, do that. I don't lick you, on this one. You I gotta pull out like a. You gotta, <laughs> the, <laughs> the fart gets it. Cover, it cover your kids' ears today. We're talking about <laughs> we're all talk, the. Cover your kids' ears because we're talking about farts. Yeah. <laughs> farts, urination, and defecation. Uh, all right. Well, the one, the next one we're gonna talk about. We both love this freaking card. Uh, it's Slimefoot. Yeah. The stowaway. This is bringing back fungus here. It's one, a black and a green for a two three. Whenever a sapling you control dies, Slimefoot the stowaway deals one damage to each opponent, and you gain one life. Uh, you can tap four, not tap it. And you can create a 1-1 one, one sapperling token. Well, they got creature. one of them right then, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> out of the three, they finally didn't have the tap ability. This is just freaking insane. I love, I love sapperling. I had a sapperling deck. You, I don't have it anymore. This one, yeah. yeah, this one I, I'm I'm peeing on. I'm not licking. No, I'm just kidding. It's official. You can make it as well. But um, <laughs> the, the other part of it is it's dealing the damage as well. So commander damage no 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 commander oh, damage has combat be, damage it has to dang be combat it. damage dang it i thought i had it there i was like oh this would be sweet but even still 
for three, a two, three, and you're getting your saprolings doing damage to everybody and you gain life for that. Like that's yeah. pretty awesome. And saprolings are meant to be sacrificed. And they are, yeah. And there there are a couple cards out there that you can sacrifice for free or very little for with um with ability. And we talked about them before. Elvish Farmer, which is on the reserve list. Yeah. Actually, I suggest going out and getting a couple. Yeah, I, I agree uh, with Larry on green, that one. It's a green and colorless for like an O2. And then... That was in my sapperling deck. <laughs> yeah, and then you can sacrifice a sapperling to gain two life. So it's a free activated ability. If this guy is your uh, commander, Slimefoot guy, uh, you're dealing one damage, gaining two life, and gaining one life off of the trigger yeah. of your commander... And then also it has like the fungus counters that yep. when you have three you can you remove can make it, it and make put another a sapling or sapling. Yep. Um, and then it, there's like just... you said that that you don't that for sacrificing the sapling it's not a tap ability or anything you're just sacking them. Yeah, sacking so, it for free. Yeah. So if somebody's like oh, I'm gonna kill your elvish farmer or I'm board wiping you're like well I sacrifice 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 two life two life two life oh yeah and my commander's out so everybody's losing life losing life whatever. Yeah. So it's, yeah. It's, and I think you're going to get some good support and saplings in this set as well. Yeah, uh, it does seem like it. A couple others that, like, Utopia Micon sacrifices a uh, uh, sapling for free, and then you can create any color of mana. Yeah. And then another one is Psychotropic Thalid, where you, where you pay one, sacrifice a sapling, and you get to draw a card. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you're still paying one, but, like, you're still sacrificing, dealing that damage, gaining a life, drawing a card. And, it, and they I think all, all have that. Three are pretty good well. specs, like you said. I think yeah. Farmer might be a little more because it's on the reserve list. Reserve list seems like a powerful place to be And that one's sitting it. around a buck right now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yep. We did look at it before. I mean, the most it was at was at $3. But if they are printing more Sapperlings in this and Commander have, players are going to... potential yeah, for it. This, yep. That could definitely go up. Uh, and then I think we're moving on to our last Commander of this... Um, set that we wanted to talk about i mean there's probably gonna be more here but these are the ones that are revealed of our multi-commander multi-color commanders yeah and so the uh, last one is tiana ship's caretaker uh it is a three colorless red white three three angel artificer has flying and first strike uh whenever an aura or equipment you control is put into the graveyard from the battlefield you may return that card to uh its owner's hand at the beginning of the next end step so I'm so-so on this one because it's returning it to your hand. So you got to still cast it again. If it's an equipment, then you're actually having to cast it and then equip it again. Like it's just like it's, it, it could go in an equipment deck, but man, that really slows you down. I just feel like you're just going to get clunky like really quick. Even if your stuff's getting killed. True. Um, I think one nice thing about it is that, it bring, since it's bringing it back in red and white, if that's your commander and you're based around auras and equipment, maybe it's a weird type of uh, card advantage where they're trying to destroy your stuff and it's still coming back to your hand. Yeah. So they have to make sure that they're destroying the the Voltron effects along with your commander so that they don't come back. Yeah. And that... that um, and red white does hurt for card advantage, but equipment does kind of slow you down on casting. Yeah, spells I would, I'd, as well. I'd probably lean more of the aura way with this one, I, I guess. I can see that because just being able to just cast it and it goes right on your creature instead of uh, I don't know. I was thinking about putting it in my equipment deck, and now, you're but now I'm like, ah, it's just it, it hinders me way too much. I want my stuff to stay out, you know, and not often do you get. 
all your equipment destroyed. Actually, most of the time, it's my creatures are all dead, and then my equipment's just sitting there on the battlefield. I'm yeah. like, all right, ready to attach it. So I'm actually not too concerned with stuff getting killed that way. So yeah, so for for your equipment deck, and it might be for a lot of people, it, it's it's a lot easier just to kill the creature. Yeah, because oftentimes you don't have a ton of creatures. Yeah. And so generally you'll have your commander and one or two others that you can maybe Voltron up. But if you can kill those two or three creatures, then the equipment become pointless. Yeah. So I I don't know. Are you going to pee on it? No. No. <laughs> this one's pee free. I, you know, I, I can only pee so much. <laughs> You're, we're at the end. Your bladder is empty. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're going to move on to the next segment. This is basically we are going to talk about the uh, specs from Masters 25. I know we talked about Masters 25 before, and we in, were telling longer list. Yeah, we were telling you the cards that are good for Commander. This is going to be more focused on the cards that are. A lot of these are expensive cards that they, have dropped because of M25, and. And this is where I'd say, like, wait. We, we're a week out from Masters being Masters 25 coming out. I would say wait another three to five weeks yeah. before buying these. And it doesn't hurt if you actually bought it now, Do it now, because it's going to be cheaper. But these are cards that are actually played in, like, tournaments, and they should recover pretty nicely if they're not, re- like, reprinted again soon yeah. within the la- next year. And to uh, start off, and these are going to be a variance of foils and non-foils. So we'll kind of yeah. specify with each one um, which ones we're, we're thinking of. So uh, to start us off, we're doing Azusa, Lost But Seeking. That's the two and one green, uh, one, two, and you may play two additional lands on each of your turns. Now, right now, she's sitting at about $17 for the regular and about Thirty-one is that for foil? Well, yeah, thirty-one yeah, 30, bucks. Thirty-one for foil. Now, if you masters. go, if you go to the original printing with the the foil, and actually the promo, uh, or yeah, the promo, promo with the art, same art is about sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. So I I feel like you can go either way, but I'd probably go for the foils on these. I think yeah, and so this is this is played in your uh, um, in modern for for ramping into like primeval titan. Yeah, going into. Um, Molten Pentacle and just burning people out with it's a scape ship deck. Yeah, and but we're not focused on modern lab. No, we're not. But I, <laughs> I know a little bit about other formats. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. I don't know a ton. <laughs> I know some. You I know said cards that are like I know. <laughs> I hate Todd's. <laughs> so. But this, yeah, this is a card that is played. In sorry a, if your I name is Todd gonna, and you're I, a listener. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sorry. And uh, and this is a card that should recover nicely. Yeah. Um, and it's. I at, mean, it's still it's still pretty high price, but it's come down quite a bit. Yeah. This and, if if you want to play Scape Shift and you have your Scape Shifts because yeah. that's the most expensive card in the deck, this is the next expensive yeah. card, and then you can and pick these up. I right do now. really like the the promo art. Well, what they're taking it from. The I like art. this art with it. It's really nice. Um, so yeah, uh, next one, uh, we want to talk about is Eidolon of the Great Revel. Uh, and so this is a reprint from Born of the Gods. It's a creature enchantment. That's a two, two. And whenever a, uh, player plays a spell, it costs three or less that costs three or less. It deals two damage to that player. Uh, and this is played in modern burn. I believe it's working its way into legacy burn. Um, it's just a solid card. 
it was like ten fifteen dollars before the reprint. It, this has dropped everything in half easily. Yeah, it's five dollars for a uh, the regular for the regular, and it's fifteen for a foil. Both are probably a pretty good buy. Yeah, I mean the normal. Uh, oh, it was Journey and ne- Journey into Next. Yeah, was that was the, not Born of the Gods. Twenty eight bucks for the normal foil for Journey foils. So yeah, I mean this one. You could double up with your foil purchase, or even just go with you double up with the regular purchase on these. Five dollars is the lowest that I remember this card at. Yeah, um, I remember it came out at like maybe five, and then it just slowly raised as people realized this goes in burn. Yeah, and burn is a popular cheap deck. Yeah, and um, it's been kind of I guess it yeah it did just recently from last year's. Uh, master said it jumped up from down to around six bucks up to 12 13 bucks so yeah um definitely i you could go either way with this one i, I believe so i think foils or the normal price are, are are decent buys are you gonna pick up a couple of these you think i'm gonna get at i want a play set uh, i think it's a you own a place no i want to i want to go and okay. get one yeah, yeah I, I picked up one in our our box opening so i was kind of yeah. I, I didn't own one before so i was kind of happy with that uh, next one is Street Wraith. Um, this one is three colorless, two black, Swamp Walk, Cycling Pay to Life, and it's a 3-4. Now, this bad boy, um, I would probably shoot for the foils on this because the foils of the future site, the original one, is up around $47. Now, it did get printed in Modern Masters, and their foils are around 11 um, and this one is about ten ten dollars. About ten right bucks, now. but it has that nice the watermark. watermark on it. And also, modern master foils tend <clears> to like their foiling process bends the cards a lot more than normal. Yeah, I don't know how this master set is going to end up with their foils. The, I haven't the had ones that problem. we looked at yeah. seem pretty good. Yeah, I haven't had any problems with mine that we opened last week at this point. Um, but it's only been a week, yeah. so uh, as long as there isn't that like heavy curling. I think the the price on these will do really well. I did hear that there was some issues with ones that were opened. A lot of them were curving, were peeling. Actually, is peeling. what I was hearing. Yeah, but so that's oh, I, I, that might even. I don't know if that makes the price go up more necessarily because you're gonna have you're a lot a lot less of the ones that actually made it through. Every one of the foil. I mean, we opened a foil in every single pack, and we didn't see anything wrong with any of our cards. No, I didn't have any problems. So it's actually. The Ixalan block stuff is where I had more issues. Almost every box I opened had the... Um, it was like they almost double stamped it, so the ink was really fat. And some of it was smeared. So oh, Really? Yeah, but it wasn't foils. It was just the regular cards. Oh. I actually kept those to the side. They're not worth anything. They're commons and uncommons. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, whatever. I don't need to turn Complain. those in. Yeah, exactly. So, um, And then we're going to move into... Curse Catcher is a... Uh... The next one we want to talk about, it is one blue for a 1-1 one, one, uh, merfolk uh, and wizard, which uh, those two creature types are pretty relevant for what it does. But you could sacrifice it and make a player pay one more for an instant or sorcery or its counter. Now, I would say this one's more of a modern yeah, this, staple. Yeah, again, this is a modern staple. Instead e- of EDH, but... That doesn't mean you can't invest in this one. <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. Exactly. Most of these are modern uh, that we're talking about currently. Yeah. And uh, this this was like a nine ten dollar card before the reprint, and uh, at a regular 
at a, yeah, a regular, regular price. Regular so price. we're actually more focused on the foils of this bad boy. And I think the foil right now for Masters is right around nine bucks, nine dollars yeah. as well. I think that's a great buy. Just if you need a, a play set, if you want to play Merfolk and Modern or Legacy, this is played in both of them. And I would just pick up a play set at the uh, very least. Shadowmore of the foils are thirty five. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't mean Shadowmore. Yeah, it's a little more rare <laughs> than Not foils. A, like, that it wasn't was, a super popular block, yeah. the Lorwyn Shadowmore block. But it... Uh, I think that with the, the Watermark stuff helped. I love this Watermark stuff. I know I keep <laughs> talking about it, but that really does... It makes it pretty. It does do something in my undercarriage. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Sexy, kind of. All right, I'm, next one. I'm, I'm blushing. <laughs> yeah. Simeon, Simeon's Spirit Guide. This is an awesome card in modern. Um, I wouldn't necessarily, again, it's, wouldn't it's say... Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's a 2-2 two, two for two colorless and a red. Yeah. Who doesn't want to play that? Yeah. Well, the best part about it is you exile it from your hand, and it adds one red. So you Really? Why would I want to do that? <laughs> well, and like I just watched uh, Saffron Ala from uh, Goldfish, Goldfish play. Did you, Goldfish? Did you see the, the 12 moons he played this week? Yeah, that so was, he was dropping was blood moons down <laughs> on, on turn the one. turn one, and yeah. people were just quitting right after the turn one before <laughs> they even played a card, yeah. because you're able to just play one land and you have the simians in your hand or whatever, and he had the other stuff in there too. But it's an awesome card. You're able to it's free mana. Yeah, it's super fast. So, um, but these guys uh, were also more focused. Wow, that's the hard part. We're this one, on the foil, yeah, the, the foils, foils are like already twenty three dollars. Yeah, <laughs> a little steep to like kind of invest into like a. But uh, there's only one other printing, the original printing, and those are sixty eight bucks for their foil versions. So uh, to give perspective, the and, regulars are five bucks right now. So I, if you had the cash to do it. I would say probably shoot for the foils. But I, I definitely think they're a solid buy mm-hmm. for non foils at under three dollars. Yes, you definitely want to get this for your playset. Yeah, I, I think you get a, a playset of these really easy, and they can go into a lot of modern decks if you're thinking about getting into it. Yeah, and I, I bet you you can find these for under two dollars right now if you really searched hard on TCG or yeah. TCG is probably where you're going to find it for around two bucks. TCGplayer.com. Yeah, so. Um, and then the last section here is we're just doing all these lands, all yeah. the filter lands, right? From yeah, Masters twenty five. The filter lands were all overpriced because they were not printed again. Yeah, in the Shadowmore block, um, and so they just not a ton open, not a ton out there. And and now that this printing has happened, it's lowered the price on some really good lands, which are the filter lands. And uh, we're focused more on the foils the, of these. Yeah, the foils are. They're all under $20 right now. And these cards, the regulars, were over $20 before. Before. And and there's I, I put them in all of my two-color decks. Yeah. And they can really help you in three-color decks, too. I just don't have a ton of them, uh, so I yeah. don't play around with them too much. Um, so, like, Fetid Heath, what it is, again, we'll repeat ourselves from uh, episode past, but Fetid Heath is you can pay, uh, tap a white or a black and tap it and then get yourself two black or two white or a black and a white yeah so it filters out what you actually want and then you got twilight mire twilight mire i always want to say mirror (laughs) but that one's a green uh green black combo you have cascade bluffs which is blue and red and then flooded grove is green and blue and And rugged prairie is red and white it's uh, we don't know we talked about this earlier or off 
off the air before we talk, but it's kind of funny that white and black is the one that's the more expensive one out of I'm, all these. I'm surprised on that too. I feel like red, blue, or blue, green. Yeah, should normally be. those are the higher priced lands, but blue for is whatever the best. reason. <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason, the white, black, and normally white, black is one of the cheaper ones when you look at the fetch lands and yeah. everything. Red, like red, white tends to be yeah, to always be. the cheapest. Yeah. Nobody, nobody <laughs> no likes, likes red, white. those combo colors. So, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. We would say. I the lands I'm definitely going to shoot for. I'm going to try to get a couple of these foil ones. Yeah. Now, like, if you want to go for the higher stuff, like if you want to buy uh, Chalice of the Void, I'd still try and go and get that. It's just hard to recommend go out and get a playset or invest in this when they're fifty five dollars. Yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah, at its peak it was seventy five, eighty dollars, and now it's fifty. I I don't know if it's going to get up to that because of this printing. Yeah. So and the Imperial Recruiter. Yeah. You know, it, it was it's, a, it's used in Legacy. It was a three hundred dollar card. It's not going to get up to there. No, because that was only it was in the Portal stuff. Yeah. So that's Portal why. Three Kingdoms. This probably doubled the amount of card, like Imperial Recruiters that are out there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you want to play with Jace, the Mind Sculptor, I'd say time right now is probably the time to do it. Yeah. Um, because right now it's it's cheaper than Liliana the Veil and I, in my opinion Jace the Mind Sculptor is a better planeswalker. Jace has always been around 100 and then once they unbanned him in modern of course it went way up and it's going to come back up again now that the the release of this it kind of dropped back down cuz yeah. it was 130 yeah. and now it's back down to 100 but I think it's going to slowly creep it's, its, it's way still- back up. Liliana the Veil really isn't played in Legacy to where Jason Mind Sculptor is. Mm. That's how good it is. It's able to be played in Legacy. Yeah. It's going to make its way into modern pretty easy here. Yeah. Um well some honorable mention stuff I would say probably Ensnaring Bridge. You're that's that's a, that's a great card yeah. too, it's but again it's what 35 dollars. But I mean yet. it was 60 bucks before. Um Blood Moon, I love that it has the the watermark again yeah. with that. I'm glad I got one, but <laughs> I did too. Yeah, I was happy about that. Um, and then what did I mention to you before? Oh, Thalia. Uh, I just Thalia. Thalia. Yeah. Um, I do like that card. I don't have it, so that's actually why I want mm. a copy or two of that bad boy. Yeah, and that's and that's played in Legacy Death and Taxes, and it's working its way into modern, modern right yeah. now. Yeah, that's... so it. Uh, people well, those are kind of our honorable mention ones, I would yeah. say. that They're a little more on the spendy side. Um, and those, I would say, just regular foils are going to be ridiculous with those. Yeah. So, so, But, yeah, that should do it for this episode, don't you think? I don't think we have anything else. I think uh, that's about it. Next so. week, we're going to be discussing the rest of Dominaria, and we'll have a... We'll, we'll figure out what part. I mean, there's so many yeah. other cards to talk about. Yeah, um, we'll, and we'll have but... more more released this next yeah week. There, there'll be more releases are we and... all released everything spoiled next week or do we got two no, weeks no, now? no no yeah i think this it comes week... out mid-april okay so yeah we probably still have a couple more weeks then yeah that. they'll they'll do they'll probably start normal stuff here after this week so like the beginning of april yeah because this week was kind of i was like oh here comes spoilers of actually showing us the art and i was like here's two cards and then here's then, another well card. then they gave you some promo cards <laughs> yeah i was like oh damn i think it. some of them are really going to be cool yeah um like i i, I know it sounds weird but like lanowar elves has a promo oh, art. yeah that looked it, really sweet exactly it looks like badass lanowar <laughs> elves like they finally don't just look meh they have like freaking two knives or whatever sitting in front of their face well that's not even the promo art the promo art is like full art 
Oh, yeah. And where he's like sitting on a branch and he's looking down at you yep. going like, I create trees. Well, and then there's that other... There's a couple of them that are the full art stuff. Yeah, yeah. those, those are that. all the promos yeah. that they released on Thursday. Yeah, that's uh, pretty sweet. And so I, I'll probably go out and get myself like the full art Lanamore Elves. Just well, you know, the really cool. I think uh, I don't want to say it because then I'm probably going to be wrong. But I think the Lanamore Elves, the foil dudes are 30 some dollars or something like that right now. It might even be more than that. Foil dudes, what like the original, the not the original, just the first say, time. Alpha, the, Alpha didn't have the foil. first time that they were uh, in foil. Yeah, that would probably be seventh edition. I think that's right. Hang on, let me look it up. Well, never mind then. It did jump up, but then it actually went down. It's back down. So it's <laughs> like seventeen dollars. It's it's from seventh edition. Uh, white border. Yeah. It, well, no, no, no. So foiling on the white border cards are black border. Oh, that's right. That's that's why they're more desired than other cards is because they get targeted a lot. The seventh yeah. edition stuff. You know, yeah. Seventh and eighth and ninth edition. Yeah. Are foils. So it, it did jump up to over forty, and then it's kind of dropped back down. Now it's around seventeen, but still seventeen for Lanor Elves. I actually like that art on that one too, but. Um, I'd, I'd stuff. rather have Alpha yeah, no, than Lana Worlds. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be sweet. If, I, if I could choose. Yeah, if I was choosing. <laughs> but yeah, so that the the full art stuff in this is pretty cool. So Have, you, have you ever actually looked at an Alpha card? I, I don't know if I had it way back in the day, Alpha or Beta. I should, I I'll, I I should bring some in. I, I got lands. a couple of, uh, yeah, I, I think I have a couple of lands as well. Um, but they're... I'm glad that they changed them. Like the the corners are so much rounder than everything else. Yep. That they uh, they have. So I don't have a ton of alpha, you know, and they're definitely the commons. Yeah, I think it is land that I have of that. We'll have to compare notes or compare cards. <laughs> I'm not writing on mine. Notes. <laughs> yeah. You are alpha. You, you gonna pee on that then? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Did you have to like clean up your yard this weekend? Because showing all the dog poo. <laughs> That's how you you mark your territories. No, the my son uh, just pees outside all the time, so I got peeing on <laughs> peeing in the head, peeing in the head. Peeing on my mind right whatever. now. Whatever. That's how you mark your stuff, actually. Yeah, whatever. I'm not gonna get into. It. I was gonna get in details. Thanks for listening it. to Commander yeah, Smiths exactly. this week. No, let, let's let's get her. Well, you can follow us on Twitter at Commander Smiths, <laughs> or shoot us an email at CommanderSmiths at gmail.com. And then you can also find our YouTube channel. It's easy. Just look for Commander Smiths. Right now, it's just the. Oh, really? We should change that up. Make it weird for everything. Yeah, not have Commander Smiths. <laughs> yeah. Adam Listen and to- Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> how can you not? find us <laughs> so that's weird just yeah. But, yeah and if you have song ideas oh yeah again, it's, send it in if you have uh any questions kind of tweet at us anything yeah I yeah think that'd I, be I want some song ideas coming in i want yeah I, want I, I got something. one for next week already. Oh, uh, you do already? Yeah, I got a i got a text from well, my, you worked ahead my, of time this time my, my sister-in-law nice. texted in and uh i'm i like this one all right you lucky bastard <laughs> and it's definitely not million the billy <laughs> how the hell do you not know million Vanilli? i'm sorry i don't know real like they're fake, you don't know pop culture they're fake artists yeah oh so you do know that i do know that they're like booed off stage yeah. because of you're recording. terrible you're such a liar <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> were they got? wearing like wigs too like they're i don't know if they're wearing fake. one of them's dead they oh, that's sad yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Debbie Downer. All right, I, we'll see you guys later. I, I, I think VH1 behind the that's behind actually the music. They, they, they were, that's where I saw the whole thing on uh, the background uh, stuff. Yeah. Anyways. I wish that still was around. <laughs>
All right, so that's how we're ending this podcast. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. All right, bye.